Welcome to the JB Show. I went to a friend's in Brooklyn for like a week and then just decided to come home. I was like, you know, I have everything I'll need at home. Won't have to pay for food. Have yeah, that's, sure. the, that's the beauty of it. So, oh yeah, I mean, not paying for food has been incredible. <laughs> yeah, I dude, for us like as seniors, it's so weird. Just like a like a a different way to end college. You know what I mean? We were kind of on oh. spring break, and then they just like sent us. Home. I can't. It's I like, can't imagine, fuck? dude. Yeah, that's, that's fucking terrible. My younger sister, she's she's a senior in high school, so okay. she's kind of going through the same thing. With, uh, you know, no, no prom, no like road rally, senior day type, yeah. you know, just, just like all the stuff you want to do as a senior that you've kind of been looking forward to do, whether it be like a college senior or high school senior, kind of, yeah, they just canceled it all, which is unfortunate. And I'm sorry to hear that, Jimmy, that sucks. Yeah, we'll get through it. You know, um, they say graduations in December, but yeah, who knows if that's even going to happen? Yeah, are you just going to go back to Miami just to graduate and then hop on a plane back? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Well, I mean, honestly, that, that would be fun. If you were a freshman starting in college and classes were going to be online, would you just, I would just defer. Like, there's no way I would spend money just like my first semester ever being online. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be tough. Yeah, no, I honestly, I mean, thinking back, I should have taken a gap year regardless. So yeah, if, if you were to ask me that question now, regardless of coronavirus, I would have probably just deferred anyway. What would you have done during your gap year? Traveled. Definitely yeah. traveled. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I don't, you know, we've spoken about this before. I've done some traveling, but you know, first year out of high school is probably the best time to travel. Yeah, uh, I agree. Cause you don't have the weight of like, all right, I got to get back to real life and like figure out a job, which, you know, I, I did travel after college, but there was kind of that restraint of like, all right, you can't be traveling for six months because you have yeah, to go back and start your life. But yeah, after high school, you can fucking travel for a year and you still got so much time on your hands. Not that I don't have time on my hands, but yeah, dude, it's tough. Like, uh, it's like really hard staying motivated, you know, in quarantine, like what's your uh, quarantine schedule been like or your daily uh, schedule? Uh, I mean, it's, I wouldn't call it a schedule. Yeah. I'd call it or even a routine for that matter. <laughs> it's, it's more just like things that I've just been filling my day with things that I like to do. Yeah. Um, and they are, whether, you know, other people would think they're productive or not. I find them to be productive. So, I mean, it's like anything from playing drums. I have a drum set here. So I've been playing a lot of drums. I've seen some um, of that on your Insta stories. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's, it's, it's really fun. It's like just a great release and also, just if you like music, it's fun to play music. Um, been working out, doing like the weird band exercises that everybody's doing, which actually are pretty great. Been running, um, doing a little bit of yoga, reading, writing. I've been, I, one thing I, I did or started to do more, I've, I've been logging and journaling for around a year now, probably, probably a little more. That's awesome. But, Two, yeah, probably, yeah, two years, two years now. Uh, not consistently, not like every day, but I try and write in like my journal at least once a week, kind of. Do you just, have like uh, an online platform where people can like view your stuff or? My writing? Yeah, or you just kind of keep it to yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of it is just like, like internal, internal thought, self-motive. It's more just like just a way to 
write down your thoughts and uh, I guess recap what's been going on in your life, whether it's like internally or externally. And it's, it's nice to look back on. It's nice to kind of just like see where you were and where you are now, where your mind was and where your mind is now. Um, and also it's just like you're, you're, you're logging like things that have happened to you memories. So it's like, obviously right now what's happening. I think I'll remember it in a year, but I might not. And if, yeah, I, exactly. have it, if I have it in my notebook of, you know, today I did this and that with this person and that person, it's really nice to have that and be able to look back on it. And you know, it's that coupled with like, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this lately and this has been kind of bothering me or whatever it is. So it's, it's just a great way to just put thoughts on paper and, and kind of have it in in a hard copy for yourself. But I mean, there, there is also other writing that I'd be happy to share. I mean, there's like some, just some funny shit that I write. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that would be funny. Um, I've been like taking video editing classes ever since I've gotten home and I'm just like obsessed with it. You know, when you like start something and you're like, it opens up a different door of like creativity for you. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, it's just like wild. So, uh, I've been just Ed- like, yeah, really editing, is, yeah, editing is awesome. Um, yeah, I know very basic like video editing. I'm just on iMovie. I've like mastered iMovie. Not that that's like a huge skill. That's what but- happened with me. And then I moved to Adobe Premiere Pro and it's like, yeah. it's a game changer, dude. It's like so. Oh, fun. absolutely. There's yeah. so much other shit you can do on, on Premiere and uh, what, what's the other one? There's a uh, Final Cut. And I think Final like DaVinci is like the, that's what I've been told is like the, well, like filmmakers use, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, Final Cut and Premiere are more than enough for what we're trying to do, I would think. Yeah, no, definitely. And then I saw you kind of made a, a TikTok presence. I was a big fan of some of your earlier uh, clips of the Yo skit was like my favorite one. That was hilarious. Oh, the, uh, the Hey, like, How Yo. Are You? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, 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 that one with Alec. With Alec. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, TikTok, maybe a little late on that trend, but and really I have, I haven't like actually utilized it, yeah. uh, like, like I should be, um, if you need help with any video editing stuff, I've been like helping out other couple like TikTok stars, um, uh, with some... other TikTok, am I a TikTok star? <laughs> yeah, I would have to, no, I'll, I'll hand you it. I'll hand you, um, do you know, like shine awkward guy or like Lincoln? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. He's a buddy of mine now, but he's just like hilarious. He, we just like text back and forth. He's like, yo, can you Way, this dude. for me? <laughs> shine Aw- he's, he's great. I, I follow him on TikTok. I follow him on Instagram. His chicken, barbecue chicken pizza yeah. videos. Or... <laughs> it's he's crazy great. though. Cause there's such a big scene for people going wild for people eating food. Like people love it. You know, like people love watching that guy. I, it's like, I'm, tear down I'm one of those yeah. I'm one of those people <laughs> it's like so satisfying well there's actually a name it's it's muck mukbang have you yeah, heard of mukbang the, gang gang mukbang. I don't know if that's exactly what he's doing but mukbang is usually just I think it's just eating like copious amounts of food in one sitting and it's yeah. like a I don't know if it's like a fetish or it's just like fun to watch Some but of I those love it people have so many views on YouTube too like yeah. yeah yeah and then they like incorporate the whole ASMR thing if they're eating like a something crispy or something it'll be like really satisfyingly crunchy in the mic um I'm a big fan of that shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean I love cooking too I just feel like you walk out of quarantine like a better chef all around you know you're just Oh uh, definitely definitely yeah. definitely definitely I've been cooking a lot as well um yeah different recipes and also just like throwing shit together and uh, a lot of asian inspired dishes uh want to make my own kimchi which nice. uh I, I haven't been able to do yet because i need some ingredients from uh h mart which is like a asian specialty supermarket yeah probably not around where you are it's yeah not that close um, um 
have you uh, let anyone cut your hair? You just been growing it out. No, I, you know, it's, <laughs> I've had longer hair than this before. Like this yeah, is mine's like dumb long right now. Dude. Oh, wow. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's so long. People are like, Oh, your Jufro is nice. I'm like, uh, and then I just put that on, but I, I'm going to so probably keep it, keep it grown out I, for a while. I fuck with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the, with the backwards hat, you're like yeah. a fucking lax bro. Yeah. First time ever I can blow up a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I, if I could, I would have gotten a haircut by now, but it doesn't, it doesn't bother me really. Yeah. Um, I kind of just, uh, let, let my facial hair and whatever else go for the time being. You haven't shaved once? No, I have. Yeah. I have. Uh, I, when I have like a, an audition, cause I'm still auditioning kind of just doing self tapes. Okay. Um, so if I'm, if I'm doing something for. I guess like a, like 18 to play 16, I'll, you know, straight, straight razor shave. So I'll just be completely hairless on my face, which, you know, helps with looking younger. What's the but, youngest age you think you could pull off if you shaved your face, like totally clean look, like nice haircut? Me personally, what I think, um, I think I could, I think I could pull off 18. Okay. I mean, I've gone, I've gone in for younger. I've gone in for fucking 15. <laughs> Wait, so how old were you when you went in for 15? Hey, like that just... was this, that was this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and listen, like that's not to say that it was the right call, but you know, you get called in for 15, you're going to go in for 15. You're not going to be like, eh, nah, I don't yeah, think I look You'll 15. just go in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you walk into the room and there's a bunch of fucking like 18 year olds. And you're <laughs> like, like, dude, what are you doing here? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was just like, all right, probably not going to get this one, but. Are you also ever walking in the auditions and you just like recognize like other, just like kind of like small stars as well, or, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, not recently, but when I was younger, when I was going on auditions, when I was younger, I was yeah always running into people and seeing the same people in rooms. It, yeah. It's the thing is, it's like the things you get called out for people that look like you, whether they're in your agency or not, will also get called out for that. So you'll, you'll end up seeing the same people over and over again, because the chances that the chances are you getting called are very like, yeah. put that, put that terribly. But if I were to get called and it's like something along my look and age group, somebody who looks like me will also get called for that. So you'll end up just seeing the same people at every audition pretty much. And is there like a sense of competition going around in the atmosphere? Would you say kind of when you're sitting there just like comparing yourself to it's, the next kid sitting next to yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all very internal, you know, yeah. like nothing nothing is like really uh, externally. It's all very like, good luck, break a leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you leave the room and you're like, fuck you. No, I mean, it's obviously there is some sort of, you know, we're only human. It's like, you look at the guy next to you and you're like, all right, you're kind of like checking him out. Like, all right, what, what is this guy done? Or yeah. what, you know, whatever is this guy good or is this guy bad? I don't know. Where is he from? Whatever. It's, but realistically, the whole point is to not to just be tunnel exactly. vision almost, you know, when you're going in, you don't want to be thinking about anybody else or even yourself. You just want to be super focused um, and not get distracted. No, then so, what would you say helps you get in character right before like, all right, Jake go or they're like scene. 
I, well, this, that's a good question. It's, and that's what I've, since I've gotten back into acting the past year, it's, that's pretty much been like the main thing I focused yeah. on is just getting comfortable again, getting that confidence back. Um, which isn't like directly related to like the skill of acting and like acting technique. But, you know, if you go into a room and you're super nervous, you'll fuck up. Yeah. Like, you're just not going to do as well. So it's more, but yeah, it's just like keeping your composure and it's not, not really about, I mean, I guess your question was how to get into, into character. Yeah. Is there like, there's something what? that helps you relax, you know, like right before, like you talk to yourself, like I'm going to fucking crush this. And then you just go yeah. there and kill it. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's mute. First of all, music. I listen to very intense, loud hype music before an audition. Funny story. Um, you about know, that. it's, that's all. Awesome. It's like, it's like, it's like going to play a, a football game or whatever sport you play and you're, you're hyping yourself up. It's the same yeah. type of shit. Um, so I'll do that. Uh, I'll, when I get there, I'll like stretch and do some breathing. Um, cause it's like, you want to, you want to be loose. Um, sometimes, you know, it happens where like you'll be standing there and like, you're, I don't know why, but like you're in front of the camera in front of people. And if like, you're a little nervous, like you'll kind of tense up and like, you'll, you, your hand, you'll just not know what to do with your hands and like your foot will start shaking. So if you just like stretch out and really do some like breathing exercises, that helps to, to stay calm. But for the most part, it's really just, it's this kind of like fuck it mentality and trusting it's this fuck it mentality and trusting yourself, trusting the, the prep and the work that you put in prior to the audition and trusting that that's enough to get you through. Um, and a lot of the time, you know, you walk in and you're like, Oh, you know, you're like worried about one line and like one thing that you don't want to fuck up. And it's just like, you, you kind of just got to block that out and be like, all right, you know, I put in the work, I'm ready. Just go out there and fuck it. Like, just yeah. do it. Let's just, do it. <laughs> just, yeah, let's just do it. Um, so, and I've gotten, I've gotten a lot better at doing that recently. Yeah. Um, but it takes time. It's like, it's the only way to really get better at doing that is to continuously put yourself in that nervous anxious kind of state of mind that's what gary v always preaches he's like find the uncomfortable situation just throw yourself in there and i think he's totally right you know it's just like absolutely how many times are like you willing to do that for yourself so like just like not speaking about us but like most people you know so no absolutely and and there's many ways of doing that you know it's for somebody in my profession i mean if there aren't like right now there aren't auditions really to be had but or like, I guess, in-person auditions. I don't really get nervous when I'm like self-taping an audition in, yeah. my, in my house. Are you house. doing it over Zoom as well? Or like any audition? No, no Zoom yet. Uh, right now, there's not even, like the auditions I've been going on are, are they're what you call like general auditions. So okay. a lot of casting agencies and casting directors are sending out these like stock sides, which are pretty much just like scenes that aren't really for like an upcoming project. They're just yeah. like, they're just like, all right, like give us your interpretation of this scene. And then they'll like blast it to like 500 people and be like, all right, we just want to like see new faces, meet new talent. This isn't for like an actual project that we're casting. It's just yeah, like, yeah. so that's actually, it's, that's been really cool because a lot of the time before this, like you'd have to, you pretty much have to pay to just meet these casting directors. Uh, but right now they're kind of opening up their doors to, to meet new people. And uh, you, yeah, kind of get to showcase your, uh, your shit which is yeah. cool but then how how's the acting classes online you've been taking um so yeah i'm taking one online acting class i had it yesterday actually um 
It's been all right. It's kind of desensitizing. You know, there's nothing like acting in front of a camera and in front of other people in the room. Um, I would compare it to the difference between a self tape and an actual audition. Okay. So, you know, I, again, like the thing for me and the thing I'm continuously trying to work on is just getting more comfortable, getting more confident, shaking off the nerves. And there isn't much of that during zoom or when you're on zoom, uh, you don't really feel the nerves. You don't really feel the presence of other people in the room. Uh, so it's a little more easygoing and it's a little more comfortable, which is, again, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for like the, the, the challenge, the uncomfortable, like the getting past the nerves and shaking it off. Um, but again, like I said, there's other ways of doing that. You can go on. I obviously still can't do this now, but if there aren't auditions, you can do stand up. You can get on stage in front of people. You can perform in front of friends or whatever. It's like just getting up there or wherever it may be. And just getting past the nerves. That's, that's, uh, that's just a big thing. Yeah. I just want to get your take on like TikTok in general. Do you think this is going to be like an outlet for people trying to like grow like a fame or they're like extreme niche and then it can open up doors into something else. <sighs> Or do you think, think it's going to like be a fad and, you know, dissipate? No, like, I, I think, I think TikTok is here to stay for the most part. I think it's like a, it's like the, the, the clearest, I guess, window into like, uh, the youth culture. Yeah. More so than Instagram now. Um, Instagram has kind of become like a platform for everybody. It's like, it's almost like the new Facebook. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, where, where like there's adults on it and whatever else just it's super saturated essentially. Yeah. Uh, and it's a lot harder to, to get people to your page and the hashtags don't work. The algorithm is nobody fucking knows anymore. TikTok is it's newer. It's a lot less saturated. You can, you can just get, you can go viral on one post. It's kind of crazy. It's like the only platform that allows you to reach people that don't really follow you, you know? So well, and that's the thing. That's another thing that I've, I've been talking about with my friends is like, you know, even once people do follow you, do they ever go on your page like they would on Instagram or is the discover page just the main source of, of TikTok? Yeah. It's interesting. Cause like they say, when you post something, like don't delete it, just like keep posting. Like honestly, cause when you see a funny like post on the FYP page or for you page, you're not going to that person's like profile usually and like scrolling through all their videos. You're just exactly. like next video, you know? So exactly. So, yeah. and, and that, that goes back to what I was saying where it's just like, you might not even follow them. Yeah. Like you might just be like, Oh, that's a cool video. You're not going to like go to their profile and start like looking at all their shit because it's not Instagram. That's, that's yeah. like what Instagram is. It's like, you see this photo of like a hot girl or whatever. And you're like, Oh, let me yeah. see more. Hot <laughs> yeah. this hot girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, it's like a very scrolly mentality, which is makes sense. Um, but that being said, I think it's a great way to, I think from like a, from an advertiser's standpoint, it's awesome. Yeah. It's phenomenal because you can, you can get these kids who have like 700 K followers on TikTok to promote your brand or do whatever, do some ad placement, product placement, whatever. And it won't cost you as much as it would on a, on an Instagram influencer. And then you can also go to this person's Instagram and they have like 
4,000 followers. Yes, yeah, so you can get in contact. The, the, the ratio is so different, you know? Like, I feel the like conver- there's no conversion. Yeah, yeah like exactly. nobody, nobody's going to go on your TikTok and then go to your Instagram and follow you. Nobody cares. It's like, yeah. it's very weird. So, yeah, I think, I think there's a lot, a lot there. Definitely a lot there in TikTok. A lot of opportunity that I haven't really taken advantage of um, fully, really. You know, I think if it's just, you got to just... As with any social media, yeah. you got to just you crank out content. And be persi- yeah, that's what I'm like learning with my podcast is I think everything's switching towards like visual consumption and like kind of quarantine taught me that. It's, so it's, it's like it's already all visual. Yeah, so I'm just going to like, I'm switching to 20 second clips, like bust yeah. out like four or five a week and like boom, you know, it's like, it, it's honestly going to be better for people to watch than listen to like a 30 minute episode, you know, over. Well, yeah. And, and that's kind of what me, me and Alec were thinking with our podcast. Um, these 20, 20 second clips are a good teaser and kind of give you a taste of what the podcast is about. And I guess the whole like dynamic and vibe of the podcast. And if oh, yeah, you started your second, podcast, yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck, was, let me ask you about that. So you know, last <laughs> yeah, time we, Last time we talked, like you, it was in the works, and now, like I, I've listened to like I think the first episode. Um, it's just the general theme. Um, basically, someone getting out of school and just trying to figure their shit out, kind of similar to myself. Yeah, we we definitely veered yeah. a bit. Um, it's you know, it's tough to kind of stay on brand and stay. Uh, yeah, it's to stay with like the original message because there's only so much you can say where it's just like, yeah, keep going. Like, uh, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, you know, so I guess the, the, the main idea is yes, these two kids out of college trying to navigate through life. We're coming from a very like unknowing point of view. We're not talking at you. We're talking with you. Exactly. That's kind of the whole, the whole thing. It's like, a, it's supposed to be an interactive conversation where we're, on the same level as the audience type of thing. You know, we're trying to figure it out with them um, and give our perspective and our thoughts while we're doing that. No, it's great. Great stuff. So um, that's why it's episodes like, do you have out? So uh, we, we haven't recorded an episode since quarantine. Okay. Um, yeah. These which, Zoom I mean, ones are great, dude. Like I, I highly recommend it. So actually like, it's even better in per- like than in person, honestly for me. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we definitely have just been slacking on it. Alec, Alec has been working his ass off too. Yeah. Um, he's still working radio. So he's, he's working like five days a week. Um, yeah. If you ever want to also on, get some more content, uh, I'll be here, you know, so <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're, you know, it's by no means yeah, done. That. We, we loved, we loved every second of recording it. And, uh, it was really fun. And we were, we were picking up some momentum. We got some really good feedback. Um, it's tough though. You know, it's, it's tough getting so much different feedback from different people and not knowing what to keep and what to get rid of because, you know, you ask, I I guess like, you know, we would ask like our female audience and then our male audience, like, what do you like? And the male audience would be like, Oh, we like when you fuck around and like the banter and like, yeah, that's yeah. Love banter. Yeah. And then the, the female audience was like, you know, we, we liked your like insightful, like introspective talk about like life. And, and I'm like, okay, well, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so like, sometimes it's so tough asking for feedback for some certain people. Cause they just shit on you or they're like, oh, we like this specifically, but I think you got to do what you like. And then whoever likes it, will just stick with you. You know what I mean? But first right. like open up your brand. But second part, like, I think you just gotta like stick with like what you personally think is like entertaining to others. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
And then obviously, uh, sorry to bring this up again, but we got some grown up questions um, from All right. a couple of buddies of mine. Yeah. Uh, okay, if you don't mind. No, I, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's, right. that's my life. Let's go. Yeah. So we got first one is describe two of your top favorite scenes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so one scene i mean this was a really fun scene it was the um when me and naji who played chris rock's son in the in the movie he's um we're like at the quarry and we like we like stumble upon this frat party this is in the second one and um Allison Mashaka, who's like, she used to be a Disney star. She was like one of the sorority chicks there. And we like stumble into this frat party and they think we're like these frat kids, but we're really these high school kids and got to like, just, I mean, they were just really pretty girls. And I was like 17 at the time yeah. and <laughs> we got, we got to like dance with them and like do like belly shots off of them. They weren't like actually belly shots, but yeah. and pa- Paulina Gretzky. So that, that was, I remember just being like a, little kid and being like wow like this is so cool yeah uh that was really fun i'm not seeing that i I mean this was just fun because it it was like i guess my scene um it was like the scene at the ice cream shop where i'm like trying to flirt with nancy arbuckle the kissing scene was cool too like on on camera kiss that was pretty nerve-wracking but uh that was cool It, it also was followed by a like a fighting scene where i get kicked in the balls and i had to wear like a cup and we had to do this whole like stunt coordination thing nice um so that was really fun i mean yeah th- those were those were great um and then i, I just wanted to, yeah i just want to ask you about uh two ones specifically um one i thought was pretty funny is like the whole like deer clip of like it busting in on you in the shower oh, and peeing on you that is my that is like people love that scene it's so funny it's like it like looks most like so animated it's just so funny yeah yeah most most of like the comments i get or dms are like did that deer really piss on you like <laughs> do you do you spill conditioner in the shower on me or like did your mom really walk in on you and i'm like it's a movie yeah <laughs> but or, uh, um, yeah that was that was fun i remember doing i was I was like a little hardo back then. I remember doing push-ups from before my shirtless scene. Cause I was like, yeah, like I, I got to look all buff. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Was, I mean, it was, it was all fun. It was, it was a really incredible time. The second one I, I had more of a, more of an appreciation for just cause I was older, but yeah, you know, it was, yeah. Incredible. And then um, we got, uh, the, you were sitting down at the dining room table and I think you said to Adam Sandler that you think you're losing your appetite and he's like, is it cause I'm oh, naked? Yeah. yeah. And it was just yeah, like yeah, a funny yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those dinner, those dinner scenes are funny. The food was super cold. Um, I just like had been sitting there for hours, but you still have to kind of like munch on it. Yeah. And then there's like a wholesome um, moment, I think, too, when you like take Cameron Boyce's um, leg and you like slam it down on the, the table, which is kind of like a brotherly love type type of moment on set. I just feel like that was like probably such a fun yeah. thing to shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like giving me shit for uh, for like being fugly or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was a, that was a funny scene. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. All right, good time. <laughs> yeah. So like. Do you think there's going to be a third one? Like, have there yeah. been any talks? Probably not. I I think there were definitely talks of a third one um, while we were filming the second one. Yeah. But it was all pending on how the second one did. 
Okay. Didn't do that yeah. well. <laughs> I, feel I like- think it did well in the box office, but I don't like the reviews were shit. It got like a five on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, but it's like sometimes <laughs> what's rated on Rotten Tomatoes, like little kids absolutely love, you know what I mean? Like it's oh, so tough to tell the correlation. I, I think a third one would do pretty well. Yeah. Um, I like it financially speaking, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. Yeah. Think about it, like, not, if they throw it on Netflix, like are they both the grown up films on Netflix, do you know, of, or I think they both were at one point. I don't think they are anymore. Maybe one of them is. Yeah. If they threw them up, I feel like people would be like, Oh shit. Like grumps is back on Netflix. Like let, let our kids watch this movie while we're all in quarantine. People just like, you know? Yeah. But you know, there's, there's so much other shit that I'm probably not even aware of where it's just like, yeah, you know, like from our perspective, it's like, yeah, there's, there's a pretty big fan base. Like you throw it on Netflix, people will watch it. But like, think like, you're trying to make hundreds of million dollars on a third movie, you know, is that really going to happen? Yeah, that's tough. Also, how do you think this whole thing's affecting? I know we talked a little bit about like rolling calls, but like the entertainment industry, do you think like all the shows and like movie theaters and like seeing movies in person, like that's just going to disappear? No, no. I think, I mean, being in a movie theater, there's like a lot more, there's a lot more, I guess, um, other forms of social interaction or like being in a public place can be a lot more like touchy and I guess unhygienic or unsanitary than being in a movie theater. You walk in a movie theater, you're sitting at your seat. You're not really interacting with anybody. You're pretty far from other people for the most part. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I I don't know about that. I think people will still go to the movies and, and that type of stuff. But I mean, in like the grand scheme, people going to the movie theaters has decreased regardless, uh, yeah, you know, I, with, with streaming platforms and, you know, I want to watch this now and that later and record this and have that for, you know, it, there's, it's just the way it's, it is now it's, you know, it's a lot easier for people to just sit on their couch and rent a movie or buy a movie on Amazon prime and wait a month for it to be on Amazon prime and not go to the theater. So I think it's like people going to the theaters is decreasing regardless, but I think it'll always be a thing. I think it's an experience uh, that will always be valued to a certain extent. No, I agree. It's just like, I don't know what's going to really, what coronavirus is going to have an impact on like the most. It's just like, you know what I mean? I think, I think uh, it'll have an impact on every industry differently. Um, but, restaurants you know, obviously is restaurants right yeah i mean you know there's only so long that they can stay closed um, i know and the thing about some but, of your favorite bars in new york city it's like it, can oh, they yeah. afford I mean, to stay like closed you know what i mean from well months? yeah that's the thing i think i think a lot of restaurants will close um i think the government will eventually have to do some sort of like i mean i know they have they, they have done some sort of bailout but it's not nearly enough i think it's like 20 million something for like yeah all of the hospitality industry, which is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to like Hollywood and that, I know production companies are losing a shitload of money. Probably so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, every production TV show movie that was in the middle of production was just kind of put on hold. Um, and every day you're putting a production on hold, you're losing money. Uh, so there's that. Uh, I think also when it comes to like, I think Zoom in general will be huge. 
even after this, I think just oh, people definitely. seeing people seeing how useful and I guess productive you can still be via Zoom will kind of change the landscape of of a lot of industries. I think a lot of meetings will just be held on Zoom. There will be an option to work from home for a lot of people. A lot oh, yeah. of auditions will be held on Zoom. So I think Zoom is just going to be a much larger part of the way we communicate. Um, I guess in business and in life. Yeah. It's like for someone getting a job in New York city, like right now, graduating school, it's like, when's the next time, like we're going to be in a physical office, you know? So it's, um, yeah. Strange. It's, well, I mean, uh, aside from that, who the fuck is hiring right now? Yeah. <laughs> no, true. It's just like it's such a tough time for like graduating class, you know, 2020. It's, uh, Oh yeah. 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 Um, but that being said, you can also see it as kind of a relief. Um, yeah. Let's get to that part. Because because you're not you're not the only one who's yeah. not going to be able to find a job. It's pretty much you and everybody else graduating in 2020. Um, so I guess there's like this collective like frustration that you can kind of lean on um, instead of you know the the opposite side of that is everything is going normally all your buddies have a job and you're still looking for one and you're like, what the fuck? Why can't I get a job? <laughs> Which, you know, happens to people. And that's not, you know, that's not to say that like they're stupid or like can't get a job because it's their fault. But like sometimes it's the industry you're trying to get in. But yeah. right now it's going to be hard for everybody. So say there's regardless like, of the industry, regardless yeah. of who you are, what GPA you got, it's just going to be harder for everybody to get a job. Say there's like two conventional paths, right? You have the path where you graduate school and you find a job and you work for five to 10 years and like you just keep hopping around from company to company or you stay within that company. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or it's like this coronavirus takes in, opens up a whole like different side of creativity for you. You like utilize this time and you know, just like a, a different part of you that you didn't even know has been like benefiting from the whole matter and like a, a different part of your career takes off that you didn't think would. So I think there's like, if you utilize your time during quarantine or, or obviously coronavirus, then could it actually like help you out a bit. So definitely. I think, I think we have, and you know, that's easier said than done too. I think yeah. with all this time, um, it's kind of like overwhelming and daunting and uh, it's hard to stay productive, especially, you know, it's hard to stay productive because we have all this time and, and, you know, things are kind of stagnant and there's not really like an urgency, but I think it's also hard to stay productive because we're in quarantine and it's kind of like a, just like a weird depressing time. And there's kind of like this loss of purpose where it's just like, why, why should I do this right now? You know, everything is on hold anyway. Um, and you can either look at it like that, or you can kind of see, you know, take it how you're taking it and be like, I have all this time. Let me focus on one skill that I want to get better at. Let me hone in on this. Let me pick up editing and, you know, get better at that. I think that's a great way to do it, but it's, you know, it's again, easier yeah. said than done and, and harder for some people than others. Um, I think it can, this, this quarantine can be crippling for a lot of people and it can be very hard for people to like get up and still do their daily routine and do what they, you know, what they normally would yeah. because there's just, there's no motivation to do it. On a funny note, do you think like maybe not too funny, but do you think divorce rates are going to go up after this or because you know, I living with, I've like, actually, I've read, I've read about this. I, yeah. I, it's, it's like, it's very binary. It's like either <laughs> relationships are getting so much closer and better, or you want to like kill each other. Exactly. dude. So it's like, <laughs> so also, I think, I think a lot of people, 
yeah, I think a lot of people will get a divorce, but a lot of people will be more in love than ever. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And it's also like, we're living in this world where you're like, not really next to any of your boys, but every, like you're talking every night virtually, like me, like Definitely. our boys from high all, school, like we're on a zoom pretty much every night playing video games and just like bullying all day. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I still feel really close to them. But at the same time, it's like, it just feels normal. You know, it's like, it just feels yeah. normal that I'm not like, they're not like, I'm not chilling it's with starting, that person. It's yeah. starting to feel normal yeah. for sure. <laughs> So which I don't, like, I don't like by any means. I know. Yeah, no, I'm not it, a fan. It is, uh, yeah. Yeah, so just to, to wrap like a, a final question up for someone that's listening right now, kind of um, in my shoes that's graduating, you know, trying to figure their shit out. I know the whole like topic of your podcast too, but do you have any like advice for them or encouraging words to kind of like for them to get up in the morning and be like, oh, you know what, I'm going to do some shit today, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's important to first firstly firstly very important to uh be kind to yourself and uh listen to yourself and not be too hard on yourself uh because a lot of the time you know just getting down on yourself for you know having a lazy day or waking up late or not doing what you intended and being like oh you know i have i have all this time and you know i haven't done anything with it you know that's that's not really productive thinking yeah um, and what will only put you in like a deeper hole I think it's important to, to, to treat, you know, be kind to yourself and listen to yourself, but also not use that as an excuse to not do anything. It's like, it's a fine line between like not being hard on yourself, but also, you know, picking yourself up and being like, all right, we got it. We got to get some shit done. I want to do this. I want to do that. But that being said, you also want to do things that you enjoy doing. It's like, you know, people can say, I want to pick up a book and read 20 pages a day. But like, if the book sucks, reading the 20 pages a day is going to be, is going to be like a burden, you know, and you don't want to do things that are going to feel like a burden. You want to do things that you enjoy that are still productive and still, you know, advance you as a human. So that may be different for different people. Obviously for me, because I'm in like a creative industry, a lot of what I'm doing has to do with just staying creatively stimulated. Yeah, whether that be man. Yeah, whether that I be agree. writing or drawing or listening to music, playing music. If you're in finance, fucking go look at charts or whatever finance people do. I don't know. Like yeah. <laughs> but but you know, it's 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 about doing things that like fulfill you and make you happy and also progress you and you know move you in the right direction. No. And find a way to get outside too, just because I think you can let the day get away from you. If you're just like, nah, like I don't feel like going Absolutely. outside three yeah, days yeah. pass, you know, and you're just like, yeah. yeah. Being outside has, you know, a, a nice day in quarantine is really all we have. Yeah. Uh, so definitely utilize the sun and be outside in nature. I think it's, it's great just to get fresh air and breathe and, uh, yeah, it, it's, it clears your mind and being cooped up in a house or in an apartment for days at a time is, yeah, you'll go stir crazy. Yeah. And then your best guess for when the bar is going to reopen. And then you can listen to yourself say this, looking back on it. So, uh, like bar, like bars, let's like say, it. let's say New York city, like you can, you just are able to walk into a bar, you know, whatever bar you want. And it's just going to be like prime <laughs> open. Yeah, <man>. Uh, <laughs> 2021 unfortunately yeah no i have to agree i have to agree hopefully it's sooner than that yeah but i think 2021 yeah Yeah. i don't even i don't even know when that when when in 2021 but some at some point in 2021 
Yeah, no. Um, hopefully early 2021 on, on the bright side, you know? Yeah, praying. <laughs> Holy shit, man. 